0: when you have lovecraft meet the thing we end up with a bit of a void
1: First, what's on second? I don't know who's on third. And I mentioned, my dear Watson? What's in the box?
0: Just what do
1: you think they are doing, there? Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. But why male models? Why so serious? I am serious. Now, don't call me sure. Well, nobody's perfect.
0: Go ahead, make my day.
1: a friend stretcher. Oh, yeah. okay. man. Calm, Calm down. Where'd you find this guy?
0: You need a copy of Code 3, and I need assist.
1: Welcome, everybody, to Pop Culture. I'm Scott. I'm Jason. I would just like to point out that the, the thing is Lovecraft, <laughs> for sure. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I meant more film style, but yes. 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 It's no secret that I'm a bit of a Lovecraft nut. Mm.
0: Not for no me, anyway. All.
1: There's, <laughs> if you, if you if, well, you know, there's my big map of uh, Arkham up there on the wall, <laughs> my, my little Cthulhu. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit of a Lovecraft nut, and um, yeah, years ago heard about this film getting made. And they're like, "Oh, it's going to be like the old, like the truest Lovecraft movie we can make," which is impossible. <laughs> it can be done. It's been done twice, but it's a, it's a, it's a, an exercise to try and get those films. However, I heard about this being made, and it was made by the Astron Six guys. So, if you don't know who Astron Six are, they typically make spoofs of kind of absurd 80s movies uh and like man borg and father's day <laughs> as like the so, but this was their first like oh we're going to make a proper horror film uh and we get the void which is uh widely celebrated by um lovecraft fans as one of the better lovecraft movies Jason hadn't seen it, and we were talking about cult classics and stuff, and we literally had a void of what are we going to talk about? <laughs> and I was like, oh, let's let's do that. And here we are. Here we are. I thought I don't I, I, I don't think Monica's going to appreciate it. Jason <laughs> might. <laughs> uh, let's, let's talk about something icky. Yes, it, well,
0: it is definitely icky. It, it ticks that box if you want your gore and monsters. Uh, all slimy and eviscerated. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it. I, I. I enjoyed watching it. I'll say that I, I did enjoy it. 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 It was a a solid sort of monster cult sect film type thing, you know. Um, except I sort of felt like it was just a replica of a number of other things I'd seen before uh, with the Lovecraftian theme instead. And yeah. this this was the bit that sort of jarred me out of it a lot. And um, some of the techniques, and this is where we were discussing earlier, I really found it hard to deal with the cultists having, you know, the white sheet over their face <laughs> and a little triangle. <laughs> and they're mostly just standing there.
1: Looking menacing. Nothing,
0: looking menacing. looking it, menacing. It sort of felt really uh, amateur in that respect. Uh, but then, when you've actually got the sort of siege situation, and this is where I was thinking, it's like a siege film where
1: they're trapped inside. Yeah, it, it and it, it takes a lot of. I think this the, these guys when they were doing this were like, oh, John Carpenter, he's he's got you know the thing, yeah. assault on precinct thirteen. That was the other thing I was thinking <laughs> yeah. of. Yes,
0: yeah. and. It has that, and uh, it it works to a point. Um, I I think there was just a couple of characters thrown in there that didn't really help pull it off, like the student nurse, the nurse. Yeah, they're
1: sort of. Uh, they they were a bit it's random. more irri- irritating than anything.
0: Yeah, well, she was only there to be a survivor almost, and it, and that was it. it. Like, as a character, not developed whatsoever, and it made it. Less threatening because I was there going annoyed with that character. Going, Well, one, she doesn't seem to have the uh, ability to be a nurse, <laughs> you picked the wrong career
1: where she's <laughs> yeah. out by blood. Yes, <laughs>
0: um, and then you know, she's the one who survives, and then sort of this weird, convoluted ending, which I found a little unsatisfying. um how would I describe the the ending there? With it's the sort of, of the ritual that gets. Yeah, it gets. Interrupted and. By pushing into the. And just stops. They go into gateway. the void. And, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it. I don't know. I just sort of felt like I'd seen a lot of it. Like it even reminded me of Reanimator.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in yeah. In a lot
0: of respects. The weird, so, the body sort of. Well, the doctor coming back. Yeah. And. Um,
1: orchestrating a lot of his experiments in the basement
0: yeah there's so much that just seemed to be a simulacra is the word i'm looking for yeah of so many other things it didn't stand out as an original for me and that that was my catch and i still think it's a solid film though like the the acting with the police officer and uh Uh, aaron Paul, yeah and his wife is good except i think the that that sort of weird convoluted setup with the doctor orchestrating this for the final ritual, yeah. just it takes it down a track that doesn't quite work in the end. And I think it's a shame because it was really quite interesting and tense at the beginning
1: uh, in the hospital. So, yeah, the start is phenomenal, and then it just gets more and more sort of abstract almost. Yeah, and I think they they try to go down that like Lovecraftian, deliberately confusing kind of. (laughs) Well, this is where I was hoping maybe you'd
0: enlighten me. Maybe I'm I'm missing details in uh,
1: Lovecraftian lore to do with the film. Uh, It's it's certainly, you know, it pulls on those ideas of like beings or entities. In this case, it's not really explained. But then again, Lovecraft doesn't ever really explain anything either of the void sort of communicating through people and getting them to do it's bidding and whether they're, they think, you know, I'm going to do, you know, what's in it for me. This doctor lost his daughter. He's going to get his daughter back. I'll perform this ritual. Probably not going to have the outcome you want because these entities and beings are trying to do whatever they're trying to do, whether it be bring about the apocalypse or whatever. So I, I, I really loved it. And I really love the way it sort of plays with that, the sort of those ideas of these things beyond our understanding. And I like the way it sort of shows these sort of cosmic vistas and landscapes that are kind of driving our characters insane. And, and then there's sort of the doctor becoming a monster. The, the more you learn about the law, the idea is that it drives you mental or you, you become part of it. The more you learn about it, the doctor certainly becomes a monster and then he gets his daughter back at the end know a... <laughs> she's not a pretty girl <laughs> no. no
0: but um yeah i i guess that's the problem with it is like i can see how you enjoyed it because you you sort of told me the mechanics of something that i was watching without knowing i'm watching that yeah and so i i found it intriguing having those flashes into the void and the vistas of these other worlds that were there, it was sort of like, oh, okay, it's, this is sort of interesting, And but what is it and is it going to resolve? And it never does for me as a casual observer. I'm there going... Uh, oh. What is it? <laughs>
1: what happened? Yeah. <laughs> um, Whereas when you read almost every every Lovecraft story almost always ends with like, and then I fled into the night. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, my favorite one, I think is uh, Dagon, the short story where he's talking about how this, you know, he was on a boat and then he ended up on this like, alien-esque island and there was this great monolith and a huge creature and then he got rescued and now he's crazy. And he's like, and he's right. Like the character, it's, it's him writing his own story right and then the character's like oh no it's here it's at the door the window like he writes down that he's gonna (laughs) jump out the window (laughs) i'm waiting for it to end with (laughs) (laughs) oh okay maybe it's a floor in it yeah it's a very strange um yeah very it's very lovecraft i guess Mm.
0: yeah i look i i'm not going to say it's a bad film that's for sure it's certainly Good, enjoyable to watch but I just couldn't I, I couldn't um sort of accept the endings and that it didn't tie up for me in a way that made me enjoy it towards the end but yep. I really did love the tension the almost like a bit like the thing as well in terms of the way they've got Everyone that starts getting yeah. everyone's getting at
1: each other and it, and helps you it helps you've got these works. two other characters too who are a bit more seem to know what's going on and are attempting to stop it and are a bit more aggressive yeah yeah but
0: that's where i was thinking that's where those tensions are coming from where where, when they come in and they pretty much don't care what everyone else wants because they're just (laughs) going to make sure they end something yeah Yeah. um yeah it it certainly had a, a good style about it other than the little triangle faces um I love it. I love that bit. Yeah. I do know why. I
1: just find them so unsettling. <laughs> standing there. I, I,
0: they are, if in, in real life, I guess, if you had that happening, yes, it'd be unsettling. Absolutely. But it just sort of harks back to the kid under the white sheet as a ghost. And it, it, right. it, it sort of, doesn't threaten didn't make it threatening to me because that's what i just was seeing as people standing around just in people white in sheet. people in sheets <laughs> yeah not moving not really doing a lot i mean they do in the end i know that but it's just yeah i i found that really jarring okay yeah, yeah. um but it's still worth a view i'd say if you like your your horror films and if, if you, you like them bloody like, yeah <laughs> um you'll enjoy this. If you like your monster films too, cause that is quite well done. A lot of the effects for
1: the monsters. That uh, was a lot of it too. So the guys yeah. are special effects artists. Mm. Um, like as that. you can tell by watching their other films, it's all about the sort of getting in the gore effects and things like that.
0: Yeah. And it, it's not just the gore. It's it's actually just the monsters that have yeah created. That's quite clever. And, uh,
1: Certainly, they look a lot more scarier than the, <laughs> and white the sheets. Sheets. The cast of well, the ghosts. The, <laughs> these guys, their newest film, which came out last year, to absolute rave reviews. I think is going has been the film that really put them on the map. Mm-hmm. And I think it's something we should, we'll definitely talk about one day, which is Psycho Gorman. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah, yeah. I so. Yep. so it's the same guys. Yep. And um, yeah, so they've definitely got this kind of quirky 80s sensibility, and I think that's where the void works. Is like, I, mean, I think what made me most excited about it is it does go back to a, a time of practical effects when things were in camera, and I just delight in seeing it. Yeah, because well, it's I... because it's it's not common anymore.
0: I don't know if I'd say that now as much. I, I actually feel that we're getting a resurgence of those practical effects coming back in because people are realising the digital stuff is too removed from uh, an audience's reality in terms of how they watch a narrative and how actors are reacting to things on the screen. I actually think it's starting to be a bit more common.
1: I, I, I mean, Star Wars certainly shows it. Hmm. The way they've gone with the new Disney Star Wars stuff, which is cool. But I still think that, like, we're still dealing with something like Jungle Cruise. Like, oh, that, yeah, that, but how good was that film? (laughs) Well, exactly.
0: (laughs) 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 But I think that's that's the thing. I think our sensibilities are a bit more attuned to it and we're less forgiving of the digital things you have to do it extremely well if you're going to do digital i think they
1: just date and they date so fast
0: they do yeah i mean like when we're talking about the mummy in the digital effects of that i mean the film still carries it because it's not relying on it but when the films are relying on that digital landscape or visual that it's their death knell already um so yeah this one will always look good It, it it looks a bit old school in some of the effects too, like the ink in water, cloud sort of thing too. Yeah, I noticed. <laughs> oh, I
1: love it. <laughs> going back to your old Spielberg sort of things. I love it. Um, yeah, it's it's it's. It, I think being a Lovecraft fan, it's hard to find good Lovecraft cinema. It's just it's difficult. Even Reanimator doesn't quite do it justice hmm. in terms of the kind of cosmic horror. Reanimator very much turns it. I mean, it's fun. But it's very much just a zombie film with Lovecraft names slapped on it. Yeah. I mean, From Beyond's not bad. I think the best, if you love Lovecraft films, the best ones are the the Lovecraft Historical Society did Call of Cthulhu a, a few years ago as a silent film. So they made it as if it was made in Lovecraft's lifetime. And it really works when you do the kind of weird horror with like the old school kind of like Nosferatu tilted doorways and stuff. It looks it's really cool. And they also did Whisperer in Darkness, which is probably the easiest Lovecraft story to adapt because there's just kind of aliens and they're, you know, taking people's heads off and in <laughs> kind of and, and you know, putting heads in jars and stuff, and it's very it's very very sort of turned into more science fiction than horror. And their adaptation of that is phenomenal as like a black and white 50 sci-fi movie. So, but this I would put up there. It's not adapting any story in particular, but it certainly gets the essence.
0: Mm. Yeah, I can't think of others which... uh, The closest I can think of the concepts you're talking about is probably Hellraiser. Oh, Hellraiser definitely. I
1: I think Clive Barker's leaning on
0: and probably Clive Barker is a bit of an influence in this as well. I, I'm now thinking a bit. Um, but, yeah,
1: Hellraiser is probably that sort of concept. Absolutely. Well. Yeah. Um, yeah, Hellraiser 1 and 2, I think, mm. really do it. Beyond that, they're s- silly. <laughs> <laughs> Just become...
0: Well, any any of those franchises are going to end up that way, aren't they? So yeah.
1: It's, um, no, definitely Hellraiser, Hellraiser and Hellraiser 2 really mm. get the... Like Hellraiser 2 is awesome, it like really advances the plot mm. and the, but, the world
0: but that that's an example of what you were talking
1: about in terms of that
0: Lovecraftian lore mm. of the other world and it, it, that sort of exchange of trying to get something out of each one each dimension but obviously it doesn't work
1: that way it, that you want. It's, yeah, it's never <laughs> it is never in the uh, in, a, in a human's favour mm. <laughs> it's always a, a backhanded deal
0: so yeah, it, it, looking at it in those eyes, it's I, I preferred it to re-animate it. Yeah, I'll, I'll say yep. that it's like it's better than that one. If we're going to talk about Lovecraft films, I've seen, um, but it still has a bit of a weird, jarring, simplistic horror element to it. Yeah, you know, it gets gore vest kind of stuff. I oh, know the gore, the gore stuff I can accept because you know it's just part of the horror you know there's all different types of horror and the uh gore or the body our fear of the body being decimated is certainly an aspect of horror um no it's just like i said still silent people in sheets mm. <laughs> <laughs> especially when you know oh i got a gun you got three people as opposed to one of them it's just not nah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: A bed. yeah i bet yeah i enjoyed it
1: good i'm glad you liked it hmm. the void boo <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening to this episode of pop culture i'm scott i'm still jason Pop culture is produced by and recorded by Jason Eddy, Monica Porto and Scott Sauter. The clip for this week's show was the trailer for the Void, and the song at the end was Starless Night from the Void soundtrack. If you're enjoying the podcast, I please I invite you to jump on to our podcast and leave us a review. It helps us expand the show and reach new listeners. If you'd like to find us on social media, we're available at Facebook at facebook.com forward slash on Twitter at Popculture AU, and we are also available on Instagram.